state Z mom. <laughs> okay, so first of all, it's not only stupid, but it's stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's those are those two are words excellent are, points. Yep. <laughs> and welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. Well, hey there, I'm your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. This is your man, Joel. Your man with a plan. And Joel, what is that plan this week? Oh man. <laughs> It's a good you, really, you, you want me to run through my schedule? Or? No. <laughs> that sounds boring as shit. Hi, That's guys. It's been a couple weeks since we've hung out. How are you? Good. I'm yeah. painty. Painty? I've got paint all over my body. <laughs> I thought it was like some like weird like cartoon character that you've created. Hi. <laughs> Painty the brush? Yeah. No, but that's a, that's a cute idea. Mm-hmm. That yeah. could work. Uh, yeah, but how are I, you guys? I, I, <clears throat> good. Tired. Tired. How is how's the show? It's good. I. Uh, it's never the same twice. That is for sure. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so what you're gonna see next week is nothing like what you saw last week. I've been Snapchatting, or I did Snapchat when I watched. About your pants. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse told me. <laughs> what happened with your pants? Oh, they're just big. Okay. Oh, your costume in the show. Yeah, yes, so I mean yes. like so for for our listeners who haven't seen the show, uh everybody's in like these like classic theater not costumes. Shakespearean like, garb. Well, Shakespearean I mean, no, costumes. you're the but at the beginning of the show, you're the only person who's in the Shakespearean garb. Yes. Nobody else is. They're yep. just like in their normal like theater. Yeah, wear. it's like you're trying on a costume. Yeah. yeah. So everybody sing the song and then Mike. Michael's like, whoa, with giant-ass green pants. Well, and you know why. That that diva moment wasn't originally meant for me. Mm. Aha, say no more. <laughs> so I want to show you, while we're here, your pants. Oh, thanks for showing me my pants. I didn't know so. what they looked like. <laughs> Is there somewhere where dun, listeners dun, can dun. go find you? Look at that. Uh, yeah, I'll post it on. I, I think I'll post. I'll post your pants on our Instagram. Great. S- Sounds. That's fabulous. something random media. Oh dear. To find Michael's pants. Great. <laughs> or you could go see the show. Yeah. No. It's 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 really really great, and you would enjoy it. Everyone Plug your show. Has enjoyed it. Plug everyone's, your show. Everyone's enjoyed it. Plug your show. I, it's a it's a good show. What is I'm it? I'm in it. It's Where called Kiss it? Me Kate. Okay. It's at the Candlelight Dinner Playhouse in Johnstown, Colorado, just there around the corner go. from Johnson's Corner. That's a plan. And <laughs> you can't just go. It's my show. Comes. <laughs> no one will know what you mean. Well, I'm I'm trying to encourage them to listen to older podcasts. Oh, or, uh, okay. yeah. So. Okay. Say no more. <laughs> That's what you're doing. So tune into yeah. last week's show or two weeks ago. Yeah, something. When? When? What was is time? It? Who are? I don't know. We'll have to go back and listen to, to find out. Okay. So speaking of time, may I start off with what we've watched? Yes. Sure. Because they finally started to do new episodes of things on the CW, which I was excited about. And Legends of Tomorrow like blasted three episodes out that I didn't know about, and so I started watching them. They finally did it. Mm, it. They it. finally did it. Oh. Because you can't have a time travel show without somebody getting stuck in a time loop. Okay. They did a <laughs> so time they loop. they did the Groundhog Day, Window of our Opportunity, uh, what's that Star Trek episode? They referenced that. Okay. It was good. It was it was tastefully done. And and they, they went through all the all the major steps and the, the character who was stuck in the loop had that uh, realization of Oh, I can do things with no consequences. And and so they showed a bunch of ridiculous things that she was doing and then later on she talks to this other character who's helping her out and it's like yeah, I did the montage. It didn't help. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I love it's it. It's so <laughs> dumb. And you'll love this. They continually make references to the fact that Ray Palmer's on Keto. <laughs> keto, Keto, Keto. A different episode, they're like, oh, yeah, where's Ray? He's going to talk about how much he loves butter in his coffee and blah, blah, blah. That actually is delicious. I believe it. It's butter? Butter in your coffee. It sweetens it up just perfectly. It's great. I don't know. That's two things I don't really like. Almond so milk for me does the trick. Joel, what have you been watching this week? You know, I've been busy and I haven't watched that much. Um, well, what's been going on? I Where did, are you? Well, Who I did, are you? 
I've been painting a lot, but I did watch the Oscars, uh-huh. which was it was a decent Oscars this year. I thought Jimmy Kimmel did great. I won't go into as much detail as I usually do about the award shows because when I listen to those, I'm like, okay, you don't have to talk about everything. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I did enjoy the Oscars. I thought Jimmy was awesome, and they uh, tastefully not political, you know. And when they did get political, it was you funny. Know, funny. So yeah. I appreciate that. I don't know if you guys heard this. Lori Metcalf, my favorite actress of the entire she universe. Didn't win. She was nominated, but she did not win. I But I knew she yeah. wasn't gonna everybody knew Allison Janney was gonna win. Oh totally. She won the Golden Globe. Yeah. She, she won the Academy Award. So who's, um, who's your favorite actress? Her name's Laurie Metcalf. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Have you heard of her? <laughs> I may have mentioned her on the show from time. But uh, I, I I I stand by this statement. I feel that she has not won yet, and this is her first nomination because she doesn't do enough movies. She's mostly a TV and Broadway actress, mm-hmm. so I think if this gets her into more movies, we'll see a little more of her at sure. the award shows, I hope. But they're so all, I mean, we can talk about this for a long time, yeah, but they are tons, so yeah. political. It's not It's not about what movie's the best. It's yeah. about mm-hmm. what movie, movie spends the most money on the award. Yeah. It, it, it so. depends. I mean, I was, I was very grateful that uh, Darkest Hour got makeup. Makeup and Gary Oldman, I think, won Best Actor. He did, yes. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Um, but just the fact that the makeup artist was recognized for that incredible challenge, mm-hmm. I I think was was well-deserved. Speaking of Gary Oldman, I just thought of something else I watched this week, which I'll mention. I watched a movie I've been wanting to watch for a long time. Gary Oldman's in it. It's called... Fifth Element. No, no, no. Uh, the it's Space called... Between Us. The space between us—that's the one about the boy that's born on Mar- born on Mars, and he comes. Was it good? It was actually really good. Okay, I liked it a lot. Gary Oldman's good in it. Was it? Did you just rent it, or was it on I, Netflix? It, it's uh, it's free on demand on Xfinity, so you oh, can hell yeah. go get it there. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. And um, just rant it. Is that what you said? Just rant. Just just talk about it a lot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we could do a segment on the show called Rent and Rant. No, Rent and Rant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's actually a good idea. I just wanted to say no. I like it. I, I love Improv. that idea. Yes, rent. And no, no buts. <laughs> oh, wait, I got no it. No buts. Rent and rant, or rent or, and rave. Oh. Ooh, yeah, rent okay. and rave is fun too. I, I dig that. Puns. We do a dance party after we rent a movie. That uh, yeah. or like good <laughs> reviews, or or do a bunch of e and then you know. Dance after yeah. you see a movie. I, I, I gotta be honest. I rarely watch. I rarely will rent as or as in go to or pay for a movie that I don't that I think doesn't look good. Why would I do that? You know. Yeah. So most of the movies that I see, I enjoy it because I can usually tell what I am or I'm not going to like. What'd you watch this week? Ah, <sighs> Jessica Jones. I watched all of Jessica yes. Jones this weekend. I got the first couple episodes of season two. Of season two, yeah. It's. Good. It's good. Um, I I think it's great because it is not your general superhero TV show, so you don't have like giant action scenes and people <laughs> punching each other. Okay, and... so I I gotta admit I have I know nothing about the show. So what can you do to sell so it to me? So Jessica Jones, you know, long story short, it's about this superhero who has the ability to like she's super strength. And she doesn't use it to be a superhero. She uses it to be a private detective, a private eye. But barely. Yeah. So she's she's an alcoholic. You know, she her family died when she was a kid. She lives with a uh, she's best friends with a like a child star. Right. So it's it's a story. And it's like uh, okay. just about the characters. <laughs> And yeah. David Tennant in the first season played Kilgrave, which obviously the the most obvious villain name on the planet. Oh my gosh, Kilgrave! <laughs> but he had the power. Is he a professor? <laughs> professor uh, Kilgrave. Professor of hard knocks. Um, <laughs> yes. But no, uh, Kilgrave had the ability to like make people do what he said. So he okay. would just and he manipulated her into killing people. He manipulated her in, into being able to, you know, let's talk about the the serious stuff. It was a lot about rape mm-hmm. about the first season and it was it dealt with it. Like yeah. it was all about her PTSD with dealing with uh David Tennant being a shitty villain and it was just their kind of connection. And and great character development for Kilgrave cuz most of the time when someone has that ability to manipulate people their undoing is that they just don't plan ahead well enough but he's such a planner and he's got all these 
backups and backups of backups, and it was really unique. Okay. So the, the the first season is is a little bit more superhero-y. This uh, is the second season now. We're now in the second started. season, okay. and it's dealing. I don't want to spoil things. It's dealing with the aftermath of the, at the end of the first season, and it becomes so less about even less about superheroes and stuff like that like she's using her powers here and there but it's more about her family and more about characters and more about ah it's it's so good if you like family dramas this is a great show to watch okay okay yeah right. it's it's so good i highly recommend it it that is so, so that sounds choice. more up my alley than the than the average yeah it's <laughs> it's much better or even, even above than daredevil superhero. i mean daredevil was good still is i guess going um i haven't watched punisher yet but um punisher was great too punisher dealt with a lot with ptsd and like really delved into like the mindset of a you nice. know a warrior yeah but from what i've seen so far the rankings would be jessica jones first daredevil second and then everything else jessica jones <laughs> everything Luke Cage. Else. i would say jessica jones daredevil season one and punisher are neck and neck for uh two and then everything else is just yeah it's just bad okay it's it's rough quite yeah <laughs> okay. i also went to see black panther oh not i don't know good. if i we How talked about it? this on the, the last episode a little bit a little bit it's so good yeah it's oh my gosh i mean isn't it like the highest grossing opening superhero something something around those lines it's really high that's all i know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it passed one billion really high. i know that for a sure billion wow billion dollars my... 100 billion dollars <laughs> He's doing the uh, uh, Dr. Evil thing. Mm-hmm. Remember that time when Dr. Evil... Do, do, do you guys remember the time in the, the movie where Dr. Evil says, I'd like one million dollars, and, and then like, everybody laughs at him, and like, it's okay. funny, because he sounds like Lorne Michaels? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that I watched, which, holy shit, guys, but Michael, I need your help here. Oh, yeah. Are you prepared? Well, <laughs> did you, did you warm up? I've got a, I've got okay. a remnant let's, of a cough. Hang so on, let's, hang on. let's do our... Let's do our sure, uh, you want me to count you off? Sure. No, no, no. Let's do, let's do some like vocal warm-ups. <laughs> do some vocal warm-ups. Me, 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 me. That's good. That's good. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's Mama June Watch. That was good. That's some I'm good getting, warm-ups. I'm getting better. Uh, welcome to Mama June Watch, the show where we talk about Mama June from not to hot. Oh, so, guys, I have to, I have, wait, hold on. I have to do this. I have to change my voice. Okay. Welcome to Mama June Watch. Oh, yeah. Because it's gotten dark and gritty on Mama June. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> shit has gone real. It's real. It's gone real? It's shit. It's, it's gotten real. <laughs> it's so real. Fucking real, guys. Tell us how real it is. It's so real. How uh, real is it? So... Two, two major things have happened in this show. Two. Two major things. Pumpkin had the baby. Mm-hmm. Number two, Mama June has gone blind. Blind? She's what? gone She's gone blind. Get out of here. I'm not fucking with you. In real life. <laughs> okay. So, wow. okay, I have to get back into the voice. I have to get back into the voice. So Mama June has gone blind. Uh, not really, but that's what they were playing at. So <laughs> Mama June... Uh, has gotten surgery on her retina because she hasn't been able to see very well. I think it's just like she went into like laser corrective surgery, right? And they made a huge deal about like getting corrective surgery. They're like, she may be blind for the rest of her life, but she's only having uh, (laughs) surgery on one of her eyes. Yes, only one. So then she's not actually blind. She'd just be blind in one eye. Half blind. Yes. I get. I guess. Which I mean, would still suck. But it would suck, but right. she would still kind of be able to see. Well, you would never pay for a three D movie ever again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'd still. You wouldn't. I mean, that's want not how to like, pay okay, to watch yeah, 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 a three D. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. keep going. There you go. <laughs> I, I was picking up what you were putting down. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so both these things happen at the exact same yeah. time. So she's going to surgery while a pumpkin is is uh, having the kid so and mama june like immediately after her surgery like leaves the hospital leaves the hospital she leaves the hospital in order to go see pumpkin when her doctor says don't do that shit because you might actually go blind 
How's she going to see the child if she can't see? I know, right? So, what, the reason why I'm doing the deep, the deep voice oh, is yeah. because the soundtrack of the show has gone from this like twangy rock and roll, like <laughs> from that to like sounding like it's Inception within a single episode, and it. <laughs> It, it fucked with me. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, this show is serious now. It's super serious. Welcome to Mama June. <laughs> so that's that's Mom June. You know, I'm uh, Mama June. Do I look like a cop? <laughs> Swear to me. Yeah. Swear to me, honey boo boo. <laughs> you could play Batman or the Beast. Yeah, both. <laughs> yes. I just want to say, it drives me nuts when people think they can just leave the hospital. What is that? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, you, you're not the. You can't it's just a, do that. It's a common enough thing in TV that I think anything that's done on TV multiple times, people think is okay for them to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So yeah, uh, Mom June's not going to be back for a bit. Aw. Because they have like a, a TV break or some shit, so we'll have to have some other segment. Yeah. yeah, we may have to we have to force Michael to watch watch well, some shit now. Roseanna's coming up, which oh, I'm very excited about. Should so. we do Roseanne watch? Like in the midst of Honey Boo, or like no, I don't know watch? if we'll do a Roseanne watch, but I'm probably going to be talking about it every week, so yeah. maybe. <laughs> but we have to. So so we have we started with Joel, and then we went to me. Now we have to have Michael watch something now. What can we make Michael watch that he won't enjoy? That he'll Is have the to talk to. Point that you don't enjoy. Well, yeah, but I really enjoy Dance Moms. Dance Moms okay, so. that's true. Yeah. I mean, I really. Uh, no one don't was forcing like me show. to watch it. I just happened to talk so about maybe it it's every like, week, and maybe it turned it's like, into a bit. Maybe we choose like a middle ground where you're just like, I don't care. Let's choose like an animated show that I wouldn't normally watch, or does it have to be reality? Actually, TV? isn't there a? Uh, maybe we could the. Florabama Shore is going to start or something. Maybe you could have me watch the what? It's like Jersey Shore, but in Florida. Oh, my. Florabama. Florabama. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would subject you to that or our listeners. So. Oh, yeah. that's uh, That would be kind of right. So perhaps, perhaps not. not. So, Joel. Yes, sir. You've got a question for us. I wanted to ask you guys, after watching the Oscars, at least after I watched the Oscars, <clears throat> do you think that the award shows that are being shown these days or ever are overrated and do you think that they could improve and if so how I, yeah I, I don't I don't care about award shows mm-hmm. for the most part I, I think it's great cool movies got nominated and shit but I, I think in the end saying a movie is the best movie is not incredibly could, subjective yeah it, it's so subjective and you can't like actually say oh yes shape of water is in fact the best movie. it's a fucking <laughs> great movie but it's not necessarily the best movie how can you say it's the right. best well i mean was it jerry seinfeld who actually made that speech he got an award mm-hmm. and and he made this speech i'm like this is so dumb you can guys. you do it, can you do it as jerry seinfeld what's the deal with a award shows <laughs> thank you thank you that's what that was is the deal I, I also my jerry seinfeld <laughs> is actually just gilbert godfrey doing an impression <laughs> yeah. of jerry seinfeld yep what is the deal with award shows anyway what's the deal with award shows <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i i mean i think every award show is is overrated in the sense that everyone's getting dressed up and you know, it's this big, big deal where you can only wear the dress once and, you know, like all those things. And it's just it's as Jim Carrey has been saying, it's kind of meaningless. You know, it's yeah. it, I, I mean, obviously, you know, you say it's an honor to be nominated. Sure, of course it is, because people that watch a lot of movies and are decent judges of movies are saying that you're really good at what you do. And then they vote and pick you if you're the best or right. pick someone else that's better than you. And. I don't know. I mean, to be one of five people in a category would, yes, it would be a great thing. But have you, have is you it guys, that big of a deal? Have you guys know. seen the video of Trey Parker and Matt Stone who do South Park mm-hmm. where they put it on like 
long flowing dresses and tripped acid before they went to the Oscars. Oh my gosh. So when anybody was asking them about their dress, they just like, it's just a beautiful night. I love being here. Thank you so much for having me. And they just wouldn't explain why they're wearing their dresses. Oh, it's that's great. wonderful. Those are the moments that I live for. Absolutely. And, you know, there are good moments. And I liked, for, for instance, this particular one, how one of the trailers for the Oscars was... Uh, like, let's get the right envelope, please. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. I know. It's like, how big of a deal can it be when you announce the biggest award of the night wrong, yeah. which is what they did yep. last year? It's like, how big of a deal? Of course, it was Warren Beatty. You can hardly see, but, you know. Um, but they gave her another shot. So They gave him another. That was that was funny. Did you hear yeah. that? Warren no. Beatty and Faye Dunaway actually presented Best Picture again. Do they have somebody like, like verify on stage Probably, and make it a know. bit? Because that would be funny. They didn't make a bit of it at that point, but I'm sure there was something backstage happening. I think, yeah, I think he said, like, we're back or something like that. I don't know. What do you, I mean, what could it, what could, what could they do to make you guys more interested in watching them? Those sorts of self-aware moments, I think, more of those. Not be afraid are, to make fun of themselves and. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, because this particular year too, I feel like a lot of people, especially Best Actress, gosh, I'm, I'm so bad with all these names. This year? Yeah. Fargo, what's her name? Frances McDormand. McDormand. Yeah. Yes. The, the acceptance speech she made was very soapboxy but it was good yeah she did she did she did a good job and she did that at the golden globes too and because she won at that too it's yeah. pretty much a carbon copy of the golden globes not a carbon copy but it's pretty much the same things are nominated and right. win but like, just, do we really need two different things right just saying what needs to be said mm -hmm. especially these past two years or even just this past year it's been a big deal for women especially yeah. yep a couple years ago it was african americans this year it's Women, you know, maybe next year it'll be whites. Yeah, yeah, right. They need they need their their time to shine in the spotlight. Circle back. Yep. Straight <laughs> white men. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so okay. Yeah. Anything that could happen to make I mean, you like, more interested? I would. I, I would love to see more of a celebration of the art, mm -hmm. right? Showing the people who create stuff, doing some more behind-the-scenes stuff instead of having just the the one person involved and being like, "Oh, it's the best actor." Well, I mean, it was a whole whole project. Making it about the whole, the whole yeah. team would be very beneficial. Yeah. And they they do show a lot more stuff on TV now than they used to. They show sets and costumes and yeah. And, and, and I mean, like that's that's kind of what I want. Is I I like to see how painful it is to create art and yeah so i i will say that this year they did something they, i mean they do it a little bit every year but this year especially was particularly great where they do these little um not not montages well i guess it maybe is a montage where they just show before each category like for best actor they show all the guys who have been nominated in the past for best actor not all of them but a bunch of them oh in that montage in yeah in the montages yeah i guess that is the right word and they they were really cool this year they did mm -hmm. really long ones which is awesome. nice because i love watching those yeah and they didn't cut people off on speeches that's cool yeah, which is nice this year but everyone was very concise for the most yeah. part yeah and i think i think that helps too I, it does. I, it's like, I, and I've said this before on the show, don't cut, I mean, why are you cutting them off? This is why we're watching the show. We're watching for them, not for your commercial breaks. It's yeah. not for, and it's not even necessarily commercials, which is something they have to do, but it's like they have these bits and they do these things and it's like, just present and just yeah. give the awards. That's what it is. It's called the awards show. However, I think so much about award shows there's just a huge part of that that's all about marketing, whether yeah. it's the commercials mm -hmm. between or it's just the fact that they can say, hey, winner of this many Academy Awards, buy this movie. Mm -hmm. you know? See it in the theater when we bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. One thing Jimmy Kimmel did, I don't know if you heard about this, but he at the beginning of the night, he brought out a jet ski and he said, whoever has the shortest speech time wins this jet ski. It's not a joke. And they will so take I, this jet ski. That's home. what it was, because I kept hearing references to the jet yeah. ski. I came in a little late in oh, the okay. game. Okay. I think they were just getting to supporting actors okay. when I when I started watching. And uh, 
And then at the end, they brought out a jet ski. I'm like, what the hell? And it was funny because they, they kept going back to it. And I Who, think it was okay. uh, the costume, costume designer wanted or something. It was something somebody that I didn't know. Okay. But um, that'd be great just to yeah. come out on stage and be like, I want to thank my jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> and then just walk off. Jordan Peele had a great speech, too. He's incredible. He won for, for Get Out. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as he should have for, yeah. for writing. Mm-hmm. Shape of Water. Deserved to win that movie, or to deserve to win that award. It was a fantastic film. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm happy with the like who won this year. I'm not like yeah. there wasn't anything. I'm mad too. at people I... who are like, oh, Shape of Water. I didn't get it. Why would you want to fuck a fish? Yeah. That's not. I mean, like, <laughs> that's the joke that people make, but that's not what the movie's about right. at. All right. right, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like, who doesn't want to fuck fish? Let's just be real here. I guess is it just me? Yeah, I don't want to. So. I, don't, I yeah. mean, there are Lonely Island references, so Andy Samberg might. Okay, at least this is two of us. You. Yeah. Okay, and I, I bet Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo oh, del yes. Toro. With, with making the, the whole movie about so you get, it. You've got a really small club, but there, just, there are it's people just out three, there. Just three white dudes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, and Coco. Oh, um, yeah. best animated. Best oh, okay. Animated. <laughs> Oh, the kid from <laughs> the kid from Coco wants to fuck a fish too. So. No, I was, I was saying <laughs> no. Like, Coco was like, yes, yes. Terrible no, segue. No, 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 no. I was saying Coco won best animated short and best original song. I think. Oh, yes, yeah. they did win yeah. best original song, which which surprised me because uh, the Greatest that, Showman. I know Greatest um, Showman only had one nomination and it was for best original song. Yeah, That's so weird. It's but bizarre. they did do a command performance and it was amazing. They did do an awesome performance. I was just kind of surprised that it didn't that get is, nominated for more things. I thought yeah. it was such a cool movie, but. It, it's very stylized, and and people people are polar about their feelings on that movie, and musicals in general too. I think mm-hmm. yeah, they're yeah. looked at as different. I find it interesting. Always find it interesting that there's a category for musicals slash comedy. Why not musicals and why not comedy? Because well, obviously I mean, the same thing. Musicals, the but same. Why not? The same thing happened with Get Out, where it was nominated for a fucking comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I was it's like, just, there, really? There's some weird things, and I go, of course, I think it's because they don't make. Well, I don't know. Whatever. I think but, it's yeah. hard to find good horror. They don't so make that... enough of certain films. Yeah. 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 For sure. Anyway. Hey, I wanted to tell you guys this show is brought to you by. Uh huh. This is a public service okay, announcement. Okay, mm-hmm. Ready? I'm ready for it. <laughs> this week's show is brought to you by your blinker. Don't be afraid to use your blinker. Uh-huh. In fact, make sure that you do use it. And just because you're using your blinker doesn't necessarily mean it's okay to get over. Know that, too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I just got back from Florida. Yes. And I drove around a lot in a rental car because we went to... Where all did we go? We went to we went to Key West. We went to Orlando. We drove around quite a bit. Okay, uh, Fort Lauderdale is where we flew in and out of. And I was like, "Are blinkers illegal in Florida?" <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just changes lanes whenever they feel like it, and they don't let you know. And it was strange because I actually felt like I could trust them a little more because Florida drivers. Are maniacs, but they are very intentional. Their choices are stupid, but they make sense and they're decisive. Whereas Colorado oh. drivers, I feel like, don't know what it is they're doing. And it's like, la, la, la. oh, am I affecting people around me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I thought of doing this a long time ago to this particular sponsor. But today especially, I was like, I'm glad I'm doing this today because I just drove up from Denver and was stuck in traffic and we started recording late because of me being stuck in traffic. And the people, the things people do, I'm like, yes, your blinker's on, but you can't just get over. You do have to wait. And it may be the person that's in the lane you want to get into is responsibility to let you in, but that doesn't mean they're obligated to let you in. So... If you're trying to get over, slow down, and then get over. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I'll. I'll this take... is a. This is as political as I'm going to get on the show. By the way. So I'll. I'll take. <laughs> I'll take the sponsor in a different direction because I think that it's very important to talk about specifically yes. when we're getting close to April Fool's Day. 
<laughs> and there's a lot of people who do stupid fucking pranks. Dumb pranks. It's just mm. like pranks that can hurt people, mm. right? Like buckets of water falling on people's head. That can give somebody a concussion. Stop that shit. <laughs> what you do is go online, go to Google, which is www.google.com. <laughs> oh, could you, could you repeat that? Sorry. Uh, HTTPS <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash www.google.com. No, w. W. Yes. W. There's three W's. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And you go to Google.com and you search blinker fluid coupon. Oh, yeah. Right? And what you do is you tell your family, hey, today only you can go and get your breaker fluid for free at AutoZone. And tell people that. Just give them that coupon and make them go to AutoZone to get you fucking blinker fluid. Because it doesn't exist. I know. I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, that's the joke. If blinker fluid is, is still a, <laughs> a, a joke that works, I, I'm, I'm, I'm that. I don't know if I should be happy or sad, but I feel like I should be sad that people are that silly. Well, younger people. Yeah. I know a lot know of cars work. Very I mean, gullible people. And it's still one of my favorite stories to date that uh, a friend of ours. <laughs> literally saw the word gullible we... written on a ceiling and it was the best prank within a prank because she saw it but when she told everyone else about it they're like really how old nobody are you and nobody it. would look up that's so funny have we talked about some of the the because we're getting close to april fool's day have yeah. we talked about like the best prank that we've pulled on somebody before I'm not sure if we have. we have. We're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna, gonna talk to... really quick. We've got. We're we're a little ahead of schedule on the podcast. So this story, I, we can't use her name. It rhymes with Bethany Bichels, <laughs> and mm. this this uh, this person. Bethany. It wasn't even an April Fool's Day prank. It wasn't an April Fool's Day prank. It was. It didn't even start out as a prank it was just you me and another friend of ours goofing off and making jokes improving like bouncing off each other we're at the rialto theater right Mm -hmm. and we're we're just talking and then somehow just a joke came up where we're like oh and you know the the pool that's underneath the stage oh yes i have heard this of the rialto right and she's like there's a pool underneath the rialto stage and we look at her and go Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did. We did that slow look at each other, like sideways glance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's then one of those moments where, like in improv, you say yes and to see how far you can go with this joke. <laughs> yes. And. So we said that there's a key to open it up, right? And you have to get that from the the stage the manager, theater manager, the theater manager who, at the at time. The front you, desk. Yeah, you you remember? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And he was so confused. She actually asked him. It's this, it's this tiny, young, impressionable, gullible girl who's asking this gruff, old theater manager, hey, can I have the key to the pool underneath the stage? And him going, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck you say? <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. And I felt bad for about five minutes, but then it was just amazing. So that was... That's good. I think I think we should tell fun fun pranks. This, uh, I have the next one. couple weeks. I have one. It's it's kind of short, so I'll tell it real quick. This was during. I'm not going to say who it is because I think this person listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're sorry. Um, no, but he would actually probably appreciate that I'm telling this because he. Okay. Well, maybe not. But anyway, during a production of Joseph, he we there was big confetti cannons. You were in the show. Oh yeah, this that was one. at Union College. Okay. Uh, there were big confetti cannons. I think it was uh, the Mega Mix at the end, right? Makes sense. And so, every, and this is dinner theater, so everyone's cleaning up their tables and, and busing and everything at the end of the show, you know, just the actors. And another actor in the show <laughs> was supposed to be cleaning up the confetti that night. I guess it like switched off or something. And so he was going to get out of broom and then he went, I'm actually going to play a trick on this person. And he went to this person and said, so will you help me with the confetti? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I remember who you're talking about. Will you help help me with the confetti tonight? And they were like, what what do you mean with the confetti? Well, we have to clean up the confetti. And he goes, oh, yeah, okay. So they go out onto the stage. And he goes, go ahead and get started. I have to go finish busing my tables. I'll come help you in a second. 
So he sits this person down and told him that, so we, we don't just sweep up the confetti, we have to reuse it. <laughs> so he's picking up, he's like, and we have to separate it by color. <laughs> so this person is sitting on stage separating the blue, pink, and orange confetti yes. and has three or four little stacks of different colors. And everybody's walking by and everybody that comes in and out of the theater has been told what's going on oh, that's so and we'll walk back good. into the theater going and look at him and kind of giggle and he goes I can't believe we have to do this I can't believe this is something we have to do and why is nobody helping me and at the end of the night it turned out everybody had kind of gone back into the theater and everyone was just watching him do it and just kind of smiling and folding their arms. And after he'd been doing this for, I don't know, maybe half an hour. Oh, man. No. Maybe not quite that long. But uh, that's, I mean, and that's then hilarious. And it's like everyone's but... staring. And he's like, why is everyone staring? Why is no one helping me? And they're like, <laughs> because we don't have to do that. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so it was semi-cruel, was but he got to sit while he was doing it. And he didn't sure. have anything else to do. So it was kind of funny. And and he he needed things to do during that show. <laughs> so you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love the guy. He's like a brother. Indeed. Anyway. <clears throat> I think next week, let's make sure that we all have one April Fool's joke or one prank that we can talk about on the show. Sounds like a plan. Great. Cool. Cool beans. All right, you guys. So so do you have six degrees? I do you? have a six degrees. Michael, do you? you have a six degrees? I do. I really do have a six degree. Thank you. <laughs> and given a recent hit single that just came out this last week, mm -hmm. um, that, that's what inspired this one. I don't have any extra challenges for you guys okay. today. Okay. But I, I think this is challenging enough, I hope. Okay. We will find out. What I would like you to do is connect Mr. Alfred Yankovic... Weird Al okay. is okay. his AKA mm -hmm. with Mr. Andy Samberg, two of my favorite uh, comedy music artists. Okay. <sighs> Al Yankovic. So I'm going to go over the rules uh, real quick here, folks. Uh, just really simple. It's just like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. You just have to connect two actors with six steps or less, and you have to know the name of the actor, know the name of the movie, and avoid large ensemble cast type things like SNL if you use TV. Okay. Okay. All right. I have a question. All right. Can we use music videos? No. Ah, shit. No okay. music videos. That's not, yeah, that, that's not a feature or a or a TV spot, so I I feel that we shouldn't count that, do you? Music videos, well, my biggest problem is Weird Al is going to be very difficult to find to something that he's, I mean, he had his movies, and that's probably where you went with this. Um, so five minutes on the clock. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll be back after this. <laughs> Someone's going to talk. Probably Charles. I don't know. I have no idea. People are saying things. I'm, so, I'm just thinking. Okay, right. so he's in UHF. Yeah, but I don't know who's in. Hey friends, this is your humble host Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, I am in the midst of a jelly bean binge and I can't seem to stop myself from eating them. So I've got two bags of the suckers in my car. Can you take them home so I don't have access to them? So we are releasing the next of our new podcast this next week. It's called Talk and Roll and it's a D&D podcast where I DM the fantastic characters that Sydney, Maya, and Rick have created. It's absolutely Absolutely hilarious, and as of now, I don't have a commercial for it, but the first two episodes air this Saturday, March 17th. If you're a big fan of Dungeons and & Dragons, and, or you like to laugh, you should definitely check it out. I have a link to the page for the podcast in the description of this episode. And I know that I say this every week, but thank you so much for checking out the show. Our numbers keep growing, which means... So does our family. We are working on ways to communicate with you better, and I can't wait to chat with you soon. Until then, send us any questions you'd like us to answer to the, on the show to podcast at somethingrandommedia.com. As always, thanks again for checking out the show. Have a great week, and I love you. I got you it. it. You got it? I got it. Okay. 
I got it. I've got it if I got we could use a future movie. I got it, I got a it. Future it. movie. Okay, here we go. What was the movie he was in with Leslie Nielsen again? He was in Spy Hard. So Al Yankovic is in Spy Hard with Leslie Nielsen, who's in Airplane with Julie Haggerty. Okay. Who's in Just Friends with Amy Smart. Okay. Who's in Rat Race with John Lovitz. Who's in The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. Who's in That's My Boy with uh, Andy Samberg. Pew, 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 pew. Was that six exactly? Yeah. Six. Pew, 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 pew. Did you have one? Well, I have one if if we could use Deadpool 2, which comes out in like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Meh. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, call. I have to, oh. yeah, if it's a movie that we know is that exists and we know that and people the trailers are, are out. It would, it would stuff, just be yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in Deadpool 2 with Terry Crews, who is in Brooklyn Nine-Nine with... with oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Nice. That was uh, neither of those were close to how I got Ooh, there. I, I even have a closer one, but go ahead. Okay, uh, mine was in <laughs> actually four steps, but <clears throat> turns out I uh, and this was the only one that I I knew the face but not the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Youngblood was in Gallivant with Weird Al, which yeah, you may know him as Magnitude. Pop, pop, community. And so then I just went to Chevy Chase. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's an animated film that came out the year we graduated, uh, Dougal. Yep. <laughs> yep. With Bill Hader. Dougal? To Andy Samberg in Everything. any number of things. <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> Nine-Nine. I, I chose Hot Rod, but. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I needed help with that, Al Yankovic. The only thing I know of that he's in is UHF, which I don't know anybody that's in it. And because I just know that it exists. Right. And. The Liberian Girl video, Michael Jackson, which has a bunch of celebrities in it. That's why I asked if we could use <laughs> music videos. He's made a couple of cameos on The Simpsons, or at least one oh, cameo on The Simpsons. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, that would kind of count as a large ensemble show, though, wouldn't it? I don't, I don't think so. We've we've counted those kind of animated well, yeah, guest but the appearances have, before. Have we? Oh, okay. I mean, I've done it with Family Guy for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get Yeah, okay. Cool, Nicely man. done, Jen. So, fun fact, talking about Spy Hard, Ray Charles is also in Spy Hard, as well as Andy Griffith. That is a fucking cast. Well, Mr. T? Jesus. I got a woman. <clears throat> Way over town. Cool. Oh, by the way, I had a dream. I want to tell you this real quick. A, a dream, dream about you, No, no, no. Baby. I'm, I'm not... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm not channeling Martin Luther King. But I had a dream that I... <clears throat> That there was an Andy Griffith show musical. Ooh. <laughs> and since Andy Griffith's dead, we couldn't get him. And <laughs> that's, that's a pretty uh, pretty big disqualifier. But we had Ron Howard to produce it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and God dang it, who did we get? I can't remember. Jerry Seinfeld as Andy Griffith. Oh, I can't remember. It's not even worth telling you anymore. But Andy Griffith shows the musical. <laughs> That's a cool story. Keep it in mind, folks. You might see it in the news. I, I the wouldn't headlines. be surprised. Yep. So, yeah, um, Weird Al was on my mind a lot this week because his Hamilton polka just came out. Speaking of musicals, <laughs> it's freaking amazing. It's it's great. I, I loved it. I, I probably can't listen to it consistently because it's just... It's it's Weird Al Polka. It's it's like one, it's a one and done kind of a thing. It really is, and I mean, like he did clearly put a lot of work into it, into combining the songs. And I especially love, you know, how in Pitch Perfect they play that game where they they have to pick up on the same word a different song and continue, mm-hmm. um, like in tempo. I like that he did that two or three times. He's like, I'm willing to work, work, Angelica. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those kind of things where it just like bleeds right into it. Right. Also, I had the same laugh out loud moment as Lynn Manuel when he put a farting sound effect after Peggy. <laughs> yeah, that was, good. <laughs> that was good. But everything else, I mean, good. It is the same Weird Al polka formula that all of his other polkas yeah. follow, which is fine. I love it. It's a preference thing. Mm. It's not for everybody. It's but... really not. No, that's fine. I'm just surprised that that's become something that's been successful for him because I feel like it is a kind of a one and done like, oh, we did a couple songs. 
I now think, he's going to go back to doing parodies. I think it's a lot like, if you think about it, like the Hamilton mixtape was kind of like a love child of Lynn. I think this is more for Lynn than anybody else. Like, he's just yeah. like, oh my God, Weird Al, somebody that I grew up with, is playing my musical. Yeah. Uh, duh. So I don't think it's, I don't think it was for anybody else except for Lynn. It's also the huge success of Hamilton. Yeah. Anybody yeah. would listen to any formula for those songs, I think. But he's so he's so good with his with his lyrics and his diction. I I always appreciate that about Weird Al is that he can he can rap with uh with the speedsters if you will. Yeah. yeah. So, let's move on to the next thing, gentlemen. Indeed. All right. All right. This is going to be fun. Today we have Roseanne trivia. Woo! We're going to be talking a little bit here about the television show Roseanne, and this is more so for Joel here. I don't a think challenge Michael, for me. Yeah, I, I don't think. My, so I'm the one usually bringing trivia to the table, but this time the tapes are turned. Right, and some of these are easy. <laughs> some of these are definitely turn. much I'm more so ready. difficult. I'm so ready. Um, and I think Michael can answer a few of these, and that's why I have them. I okay. very much doubt it, but I'll try. All right. So there are six questions. Okay. Your goal is to hit four of six okay okay and that's that's how you win now how's it gonna work are we gonna are you gonna ask both of you together both of us together it's okay. it's it's you two as a team okay because obviously michael would probably get do one. you watch roseanne no you okay no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah i shook my head yeah you, okay so we have to we have to explain no no that was, i really need sound effects yeah. <laughs> um so number one question number one i'm ready the exterior shots of Roseanne are not in Illinois. Where were the shots actually filmed? Damn it, I know this. Um, I'm glad you do. I'm not going to remember, though. I feel like it's... Uh, I feel like it's Ohio or something, but I uh, I can't remember. It's I think it's a... Evansville, Indiana. Indiana. I knew it started with a vowel. Ah. Yep. I knew it started with a vowel. All so right. Ruled out Colorado and Wyoming. Oof. That's number one. That's <laughs> God, not good. I'm o for one You're already. O for one already. Jeepers, All right. All right. So this one, I, you guys should be able to get this one. This well-known writer director started out as a staff writer on Roseanne. He is now directing larger than life movies. Who is this writer-director? Oh, uh, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. I didn't know that he got started on Roseanne. Mm -hmm. um, so you're at uh, one of two. Cool. 50%. That's <laughs> fucking failing, dude. Hey. Um, we haven't gotten all the questions that's yet. That's true. All right. Number three. Roseanne Barr got a spin-off Saturday morning cartoon series due to the success of the show. What was the title of that cartoon? Oh, God, it was about monsters. On which station? Do you oh, know? no, I'm thinking... You're, the cartoon? Cartoon. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. She had a children's show later, after the show. Um, cartoon. Oh, shit. Um, it's also based off of her life. Is it called Life and Stuff? No. I don't know. It's called Little Rosie. Little Rosie. I should have just guessed. It aired for one season and then was was canceled, immediately canceled because of her terrible singing of the national anthem. Oh, okay. Way back, way back when. God. I didn't. Darn it. I'm, I okay. am not doing can't, well. Can't miss any more now. All right. So, shit, dude. Am I stumping the the, this the quiz fucked. master? Yeah, no card. All right. <laughs> Number four. What was the original plan title for Roseanne? Life and Stuff. Life and Stuff. Yep. I was like, oh, you said that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. This next question, Michael knows one of these actresses. He doesn't know the other one. Okay. Which two actresses portrayed Becky? From Scrubs. Oh, Sarah Chalk. Sarah Chalk and okay. Lisey Gornson. Yep. Perfect. Right. <clears throat> okay. And number six. I helped. <laughs> now, if I miss this, I lose? Yeah, if you miss this one, you lose. Shit. This okay. Is, this is you it. got this, Joel. You got, you've got three of five here. You just need to get this one to win. We'll see. What does DJ stand for? David Jacob. Or it's, disc It's jockey. David Jacob. If you have anything else, it's wrong. Are you sure? I'm Because everything online says David Joseph. Nope. It's David Jacob. Are we sure? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm positive. All right, hold on. I think that's wishful thinking because of your middle name. 
No, it's David. It's not David Joseph. It's David Jacob. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. It's David Jacob. Yeah. That's it. So I you. burned down the internet with that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I, I, that was two different websites that say David Joseph. They are wrong. You should submit well, if you If you found it on the internet, it's got to be true, though. Well, I don't I don't know. This is just information. <laughs> I'm, I will relook things up. I have a, a question for you. Um, do you guys know which one? Of, this is just off the top of my head. Do you guys know which one of my favorite, maybe our favorite comedians, was a writer on Roseanne before he did much else? Uh, I think he's like one of the funniest people in the world. Well, the 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 main writer. Oh, uh, Kevin Kevin Nealon? No, no, no. no the, Kevin, Kevin, uh, the, yeah, yeah. You're Norm McDonald. Yeah, oh, Norm yeah. McDonald. He wrote on Roseanne for years. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but the the showrunner of Big Bang Theory was a, a staff writer, and then the lead of Big Bang Theory was on the show. Fun fact. Johnny Galecki. I'm I'm anxious to see if he's going to show up in the. Um, the reboot, revamp, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, because supposedly the Darlene and his character David are divorced. Interesting. But he may show up. I'm assuming he would like have one walk on role or something right. because he's busy with Big Bang. Well, and I, this, the same thing is kind of happening with uh, mm-hmm. Sarah Chalk, from what I understand. Is yeah, she's playing, I guess, a different character. She's playing a different character. She's playing, I think, Becky. Played by the original Becky, Lisa Gornson. She's carrying Becky's child or something. Like, she hired her to be a surrogate mother. Okay. I think that's what it is. Right. Do so, you know what would be really funny? Is if they played those two different roles, and then, like, just randomly they would switch. Switch just like, back and forth. Just, like, in the frame, they would that switch to the other one. Oh, so well, good. in season seven, because of contractual stuff, they went every other... It was like every other couple episodes they would switch. Uh-huh. But she was also under contract, Sarah Chalk was, so she had to do... A couple of spots as a different character, so I don't know. It, I don't. I feel like they should <laughs> come to terms and figure that shit out. So but, you know, you won yeah. that just just barely there, bud. It snuck by. Well, and good good on you for knowing better than the internet. Too. I had to challenge your your Google, and it's probably me being <laughs> dumb. Let's in be my real. in my private school, I actually got <clears throat> five dollars. I think. At one point, for actually correcting the uh, answer key of one of our math books. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, uh, nope, nope. I promise you that my answer was correct. You got $5 from who? The principal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, wow, good for you. And I don't, I don't update things on Wikipedia, but I find things that I am just like positive or wrong, but I just let it go. I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, what am I going to do? That's a good story. I can't think of an example. Just yeah. start, just start picketing. Thank you. You know about those oh, it's, little it's facts. It's free. Like, what am I supposed to do? So you should. What you should do is just like hold signs up, just with, like in my house. No, 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 no. <laughs> Here's the idea: go to Planned Parenthood while people are protesting oh everything else, right? And so they'll see like you got all this back and forth. Going abortion down there. is murder. It's actually David Jacob. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the actual name of DJ on oh Roseanne. Oh my gosh, that, that would be amazing. That would be so fun. Well, that's, I that's a family. The guy closed style captioning joke was right wrong there. when it said this <laughs> yes. person's name. <laughs> oh, closed captioning is so often wrong. I yeah, hate that. especially on Netflix lately. Yeah, <sighs> um, and Honey Honey Boo Boo has been or the the Mama June. It's been it's been rough Ooh. trying to guess what they say, and the the closed captioning. They're trying to guess what they're saying too it's great so michael yeah i do indeed i have a new how it definitely should not have ended and you know you've got a couple of different options with this one as well because it is (laughs) 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 you know who you're gonna call Michael, your phone number is no, not, no, five, no, five, no. five. One eight hundred Michael. One eight hundred Michael. You Michael, spell it right. It's yeah. Mike Al. Mike, Mike Al. Al. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, no, Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters. is who you are going to call. Ghostbusters. Is that like a thing want? that they say in the the movies for the characters? Yeah. What is it? Who, who you're going to call is is a line oh, in the song. Really? And also there's a line that call? says, Busted makes me feel good. I mean, <laughs> that's no just one's like, going to argue that. Yeah, no one's going to argue about busting making you feel good. Yep. Yeah. Also, 
not many people are going to argue about their slime fetish after watching that movie, too. Hmm. No, that's just that's just me. Again, just you. Oh fuck! <laughs> I think that goes hand in hand with the fish thing, though. Yeah. You know, because fish are generally pretty yeah, slimy. It's it's <laughs> the, the girls from the girls from Bitchcraft might have a slime fetish because they make slime and and sell it. Oh so, really? Yeah. Did you know that? No. <laughs> Shout out to our bitch frat, bitchcraft friends. But, it it um, almost sounded like you were going to say bitch frat. <laughs> bitch frat. That would be a great name for their their audience. The bitch rat. Yeah. So getting back to how... Hold on, hold on, really quick. I'm going to make the worst noise on the planet. Sorry. It's not finish. That was disgusting. I'm so sorry. It was. You should be. I had a table on Saturday. I was like, I am so sorry about the wait. Well, you should be. Cool. That's a cool story. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yes. So, so, Joel, how do you think who were you going it should to not cool? have ended? Um, Either the male or the female cast, you know? It's up to you. Well, I, I have a thing for the male cast. I think that when Gozer the Gozerian <laughs> asks, are you a god? They say yes. And then she goes away. Oh, okay. And, um, but, you know, they're still like, Dogs and the statues and stuff, or not dogs, but you know, the cargo things. So they have to just like fight them out of there and figure it out themselves. So it's kind of like Shaun of the Dead, where um, at the end, Nick Frost is still a zombie. He's just like chained up in, right. <laughs> in the backyard. <laughs> I think, um, well, that was my that was my fake answer. But if we get to the point where there's a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, I think that you get to the point where you have to cross the streams, right? Oh, hold on now. You said crossing the streams was bad. <laughs> I looked at the trap, right? Um, I think that, wow, that's my Harold Ramis impression. I don't do that one very it often. It sounded a little bit like Tom Hanks. <laughs> Not, well, everybody Tom Hanks would have made a good bo- Ghostbuster. Boastguster? <laughs> no, we're going to go on the Boastguster. Boatguster. The Gutbuster. Yes. I, that light just came on. What is that? It's the it's the phone. So oh, somebody's okay. calling into the station. Oh 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 hello hello. <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> I would like you to play a song for me, you little boy. So if we get to the uh, state of Marshmallow Man, I think that you know that's the destructor of the city, quote unquote destructor of the city. I think. Um, I mean, you know how easily marshmallows melt, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a big marshmallow. Granted, it's a gigantic marshmallow, but. Sets it on fire. Yeah. And uh, marshmallows burn very easily. Yeah. And then just like... everyone gets sticks and. Let's not, you know, like risk <laughs> sticks and, <laughs> and graham and crackers. And graham crackers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. Because it's a giant marshmallow person, right? Mm-hmm. How much actual energy does he have? First off, does he have like. Marshmallow bones, so that he can like I don't know hit if things. We want to pull threads on this, man. I'm gonna pull know. all <laughs> the fucking threads on this movie because if he doesn't have like a bone, a, a bony structure, how is he moving? Spirits. Got, it's. I mean, and yeah. and ghosts are Spiritual are gaseous, energy. right? And so mm-hmm. there could just be. Um, we need Carl Pfeiffer on this show to talk to us about. Gas could just be inside the marshmallow. Also, porous part. You got to ask Ray that because yeah. it was in Ray's mind. That's that's mm. very true. He's the only one that knows the answer to but that. But how true. how much actual damage could a marshmallow do to a concrete building? That is very true too. You know, he'd like punch and just yeah. He just <laughs> it would be like Deadpool when he's trying to punch Colossus. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> like it just breaks his hand, or maybe like what happens is he punches through a window, right, and cuts off some of the marshmallow, and that turns into little marshmallow people. Oh yeah. Oh, I like, I like the too. horde. Yes. The horde thing is good. I. I I actually like this idea. I kind of want to run with this for a bit if you guys are down with that. Sure. And little marshmallow people running around and and destructing the city. I think if a a giant marshmallow man that big were to slap a building, it would do some damage. But it would take a long time for it to destroy an entire city. Right. I mean, like, and when they're talking about potentially 
tearing a, a rift in the fabric of space with their, their right. laser guns, mm-hmm. right? They're like, you know, that's a, a good possibility. Or, you know, just catching the marshmallow on fire. <laughs> like, why didn't they just shoot him with their lasers and be done with it? Well, I mean, you know. Because story. Because story. Right. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, that would never happen. Um but yeah, the Marshmallow Man destroying an entire city would take a long time. It's kind of like I think about my brother beating me when we were little with a piece of insulation. I'm like, it's kind of annoying, but you're not going to take me down with it. <laughs> well, but, you know, you could go next level. And I have been in some very vicious pillow fights mm-hmm. So that, that could take people end down. up doing internal damage, I think. Uh-huh. Question. Yes. Because we're kind of getting a little off topic here, and I'm going to get even more off topic. <laughs> what would be the thing that you summon? Oh, if oh, I were in to your think... brain, yeah, mm. the the one thing that's on your brain right now, what would it be? Oh my gosh, it would be a giant Weird Al Yankovic right now <laughs> <laughs> with a giant accordion. That's scary as shit. That is scary. Oh my god, <laughs> let's poker. <laughs> And especially like with his like dance where he kicks his legs out and shit with the thing, he would yeah. knock over buildings. Oh yeah, that would be intense. I can't help but think of things that are food mascots like M and M's and and stuff. I can't help but think of things like that. Maybe uh, maybe um, a giant toucan Sam or something. <laughs> Once again, very fucking creepy, like a giant <laughs> bird. We're we're creating our own like Godzilla monster universe Crunch, now. Yeah, and well, would, would it be it, a corgi for you? N- no, I don't have corgi. On, now I have corgi on the brain. So now, yes, it would be a corgi. But before I said that, what was yours? Well, yesterday was Mario Day. Mm-hmm. So it would be a giant Mario. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was the first thing that came to mind. Let's go. <laughs> would it's it, but, wait, would it be like the 8-bit Mario, though? Oh, yeah, shit. That would be then scarier. it would be like that movie Pixels. and no. eh. Oh, yeah, they did Then that. Adam Sandler has to show up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I think I, the I, N64 I, I don't know version. I do with all these, uh, these crazy video game guys. Well, I mean, if it were the Odyssey version, then he'd be throwing a giant possessing hat at everything. Oh, shit. And it would take over oh, buildings. Fuck. And no. no, here's here's what happens, right? Stay Puff Marshmallow Man <laughs> appears, right? But somebody else thinks of Mario, right? And Mario is actually still Mario. He's still like, hey, God, it, it's a me, Mario. Because he's so big. And he, I don't know why people move so slowly. I mean, like, physics-wise, you can't move as fast. And that's why Pacific Rim, they all, like, punch really slowly in Pacific Rim. But that's besides the point. Actually, it's not. But, like, Mario would throw his giant cappy, capture, and possess the possessed Marshmallow Man, which is, like, two <laughs> levels of possession there, I think. Yeah. But the Marshmallow Man would grow a big marshmallow <laughs> mustache. <laughs> and then we save the day because of Giant Mario. Thank you, Giant Mario, for saving the day. Hey, there you go. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that, uh, thank you, Giant Stay Puffed Mario. We do salute you, you. Do you not have an ending, like an actual ending for Ghostbusters? I have. Okay. I think the, the horde of tiny marshmallow men. Was... I, think, I think that's kind of, I, yeah, I don't have one that I think up before I do this. That just put a twist on the actual ending. Yeah, so let's let's talk about like how, how these movies kind of go, if we want to be kind of more real about it. Um, I, would, I would leave Zool, right, and the other one, what, what was the other one's name? Gozer. Well, there was was it Zool and Gozer? Is that no? Yeah. There was the I am two Vin, dogs. Vins. Vins. Yeah. So yeah, Vins and Zool. Vins Clortho, key master of Gozer. Are you the gatekeeper? Are you the gatekeeper? Um. So they're still stuck in the bodies of of uh, right. uh, those two, and so now they have to fight off <laughs> those two acting like scary dog people, but they're still humans. <laughs> That's that's not as good as <laughs> scary marshmallow people. The marshmallow people, because they can like possess people, they can go into people mm-hmm. and then use the actual humans. It's like the adipose babies in yes. Doctor Who. Ooh. I'm actually surprised that um, 
Bill Murray's character never, as horny as he was, he never, even though she was possessed, slept with Sigourney Weaver when she was possessed because she was so horny. Mm. He should have just said, I am Vince. <laughs> and he could have gotten laid, but. Poor Bill Murray. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. I think we're done. All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for for joining me this week. You're welcome. Yeah, Mm. it's been a it's been a a treasure. I treasure this these moments very much Mm. weekly. As always, thank you so much for listening to the show. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm Michael C. (laughs) McBeth. I am Vince, Vince Clortho, <laughs> you master of Gozer, Lord of the Sabulier. and Also known as Joel Adam Javis. And have yourselves a wonderful week. Bye! Write emails. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like us on Instagram and Facebook. And shit. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.